COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC sativa pod you can find and subscribe to our podcast on spotify itunes anchor.fm overcast radio republic TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and the google play music store please rate and review us on itunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs if you like what we are doing please become a patreon supporter of the podcast and support us supporting us helps Helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out also to Joey One Love 420, also a friend of the show and contributor of, of the show uh, and founder and frontman of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about Australia and the state of Victoria. Um, so there's this ar- article that I, I just saw that I wanted to talk about. It's from the Lad Bible. Yeah, I mean, it's not really, I, I, I don't tend to go for like brush websites, but if I feel that the information is, is, is good where, where the site is, even from sources that aren't my favorite sources, if I feel that the information is solid and, and authoritative and legit, I'll slowly look at it. But I know, excuse the name, Lad Bible, but, um, let's, let's get to it. So Victorian government looking for public suggestions on whether to legalize weed by Stuart P. I, is it Pierre or Perry? Perry. Okay, so Stuart Perry is the author of the article. A committee within the Victorian government 
has been looking at the use of cannabis in the state. The group is now seeking public and private submissions on what the state should do on the substance and whether the current legal framework surrounding it is adequate in this era. It is, let me give you a hint. It ain't legalize that stuff like like the Australian Capital Territory. Join the fold. This committee was set up to invest to investigate five aspects of cannabis use in Victoria. They want to see how to best prevent young people and children from accessing and using the drug. Okay, let me give you a hint as someone who lives in, in legal Massachusetts. Allow people, whatever the age of majority is in Australia, I don't know if it's 19, 18, or whatever. It's probably 18 or 19, I'm not sure. Whatever the age of majority is, make it so that, so cannabis, you have to be that age to buy from the store. And then they check your ID. In, 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 in legal states, cannabis is actually harder to access for people under 21. Because the only real places that sell it are the dispensaries. And in more developed states like, like Oregon or, um, Colorado that has had adult use for close to a decade or so, that's what they do. You know, that's, that's how they go about it. Um, they, they always check your ID no matter what. Like, um, even as a medical patient, um, I happen to live in a state that has put legalized medical marijuana in adult use. And when I was a patient and in all the medical marijuana states in the U.S., they, they check your ID to make sure it's you. Like the sick, there'll always be, there'll always, almost always be security that checks your ID. And then when they dispense the medicine, they check your ID. So your ID gets checked two times in many instances. And in adult use states that I've been to when I was in Washington state, they checked my ID at least two times. The security guard at the front checked my ID to make sure I was over 21. The, the, the butt tender checked my ID to make sure I was over 21. You make it legal and you may, and you make the barriers of entry towards vendors and growers and, cultivators and 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 people that want to be in the industry and 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 distribute product around a state or or province or country you make the barriers of entry low you make a concerted effort like i believe oregon did to bring it all the black market all the gray market all the cannabis pioneers you make it as easy as possible for them to join in and and it, it helps a whole lot you know um it helps make the prices good. It helps make it, you make it. So again, you have to be of age to participate. Um, you make it so the, you squash the black market and then people are not going to dealers. People are not going to street pharmacists because those street pharmacists were converted to, to, to become full. I mean, to become in full people in the full fully legal and fully on board people excuse me in in the legal space and the more of those people you have the cheaper it the cheaper the product is people aren't going to dealers and dealers let me give you a hint they do not check id but a dispensary or a a, a grower or a black market dealer that now sells his product his tested product on the legal market 
he's no longer he's no longer going through seedy processes or practices everyone is id'd at least once or twice and you keep that's you naturally keep it out of the hands of children and you in in some legal states I think I read one article about Oregon or, or, or Colorado where they check where the, it's like alcohol where they'll occasionally bring in undercover cops to check to make sure that the bud tenders are IDing and are making sure that you're over 19 or 18, whatever the age of majority is in Australia. They, they, you just have people check ID and that's how you keep it out of children's hands. You know, and you punish people that give it, that knowingly give it to their children or are neglectful for it. It's treat this like booze. It's not rocket surgery here, you know? But let's continue. They want to see how to best prevent young people and children from accessing and using the drug. Ensure public health and public safety is at the forefront. Have health education campaigns and programs to highlight the dangers of drug use and prevent criminal activity in relation to the illegal cannabis trade and assess the mental health of users and their family. It's no small task and their findings will have a large impact on what the state government does about weed legalization. That's why the committee wants to get as many insights as possible from Victorians about the drug. Committee Chair Fiona Patton said, quote, We want to hear from the community members about the current restrictions of the use of cannabis in Victoria and whether these are appropriate. We are interested in hearing people's views on whether on whether use of cannabis should remain legal for medical treatment only or whether current restrictions or use of cannabis should be changed. Quote, At the same time, it is critical critical that our own community members have the opportunity to get involved with this conversation. That's why we are encouraging people with an interest in these issues to make a submission, end quote. Regardless of, of which way you view the issue, the committee is keen to hear your thoughts and it will essentially be your only chance to have your voice heard. In addition to the committee's five main aspects, they want to get to assess how other jurisdictions have approached the issue of cannabis legalization. There are plenty of states and countries that pass legalization about weed, and there have been varying degrees of success in each area. The committee's task is to weigh up whether the success can be replicated in Australia. All right. Um, all right. So what I'll do is I'm going to put in the description, um, it, a uh, previous episode linked to a previous episode where we um where i was at the boston i was at the cannabis world congress um expo um they they do it every year and they do it in in new york jersey um boston um for what other cities they do it but they're they're expanding but there are there are cannabis conference that i usually go to every year and when I went there, um, I, I sat in on one panel with the Massachusetts, um, with the folks that put adult use on the ballot in Massachusetts and how they successfully were able to garner close to 54% of the vote in favor, which allowed it to pass in Massachusetts. Um, and, you know, how they had to garner, they talked about how they had to garner support. They talked about dealing with hostile lawmakers. Um, 
feel like there's a lot of good game that's in that episode um you know the you do even if your state so let's say the whole state of victoria legalizes one thing that they talk about in that episode is how local control could still hamper legalization so the state of victoria can legalize but then municipalities within victoria's like cities within it or towns within it or rural areas within it can be like no we don't want dispensaries in our town or home grow and and, and, and use of cannabis should still be illegal in that sort of town or that village or whatever you know that was a lot of the battle that's a lot of the battle in the united states even in long established states like california or or oregon or, or colorado or um or washington state but let's finish off the article there have been many there have been plenty of states and countries that pass okay, I already read that. Last year the Australian Capital Territory made it legal to possess up to fifty grams of dry cannabis and hundred and fifty grams of wet cannabis, as well as grow tea plants. Federal law still prevents the sale of the drug. However, can can Canberrans or I don't know if I'm saying that right. Canberrans were able to walk around with weed on their person from January 31st. If you want to make a submission to the Victorian government's committee of weed legalization, you can here. And I'm going to link to that in the article or in the, uh, I'm going to rather the, the description. I'll link to where you can, where you can contact your officials in, in favor of support of, of legalizing for all adults. So let's, so before before I end the episode, I'm gonna talk about some stuff I talked about with um with some folks on on with the people I follow on on in in Australia that um that we've been sort of talking about this article and um we've we've also um yeah we've also been sort of like brainstorming and having a brainstorming session in real time so let me read to you what what some of what we talked about so according to cannabis for new south wales a source that i talk with a great news source that i think all of you guys should check out if you're um cannabis news junkies like myself so so i asked them if provinces could just go rogue you know kind of like the united states how um how in the united states it's cannabis is so federally illegal and it would take like either a change to the constitution or the federal or, or congress both um the senate the u.s senate and the u.s house to pass a bill and then the president being in favor but the odds of that happening federally in the united states are very low because both trump and um biden are against legalization and the dems would have to take the senate and it's it's, it's looking very difficult for them to do that so federally the the u.s is it's going to be flapping the wind for some time but since the coal memos since this um since colorado and washington did it this legalized 
the federal government ins- issued guidance saying, you know, we're just going to back off if you don't make if if you do this responsibly and you follow your state laws, um, you you well regulate it. You don't make it a mess in other states or burden other states. We'll let you do this. And that's basically been the policy for the past um, eight years. But. But I asked basically if, if states could, if states in Australia can do this. And he said that the, their PM, I believe the Prime Minister Scott Morrison, from what I know, has said that these are matters left for individual states. So it's like, it's like Trump. Trump is like, leave it to the states. Donald Trump, our orange guy, our mushroom head asshole, um, is, uh, yeah, I mean, he said it, it's a state's issue. I mean, he has done some, he has appointed some anti-cannabis people that have sort of caused a little bit of ruckus, but it wasn't like a large sale set of raids like before, you know? I mean, there are still, there's still people that are suffering from the drug war and the numbers are still really, really, really high in, in the United States. So many drug war victims, but but yeah, I mean, he said that they can do that. The, that it can be left to individual states, like like just like Trump said that, and Biden has sort of the same mindset. Um, he's gonna back away like Obama did, because again, he was Obama's VP. But um, that's sort of been his guidance that states can do it, can can legalize. I mean, I still think it's a stupid deadhead drug, you know, just like Trump. But. I mean, if you, if states want, if states want to have states' rights, just like guns, like having guns be more easily accessible in individual states or, you know, some states having blue laws or whatever, they can go ahead and do that stuff. I mean, it's, it's states are laboratories of democracy, like a lot of people like to say. So, I mean, that's basically the, 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 the mindset Biden's going to take too. So. I mean, so yeah, I mean, so Victoria can, in theory, they could be after this. And I read, I looked, I looked it up. I think their premier is part, is from the Labour Party. So like the left wing party has control or has power or some sort of power in, 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 in Victoria. So I mean, they could, in theory, just be like, we're going to make it legal, just like the Australian Capital ter- Territory. We'll make it legal to grow, we'll le- make it legal to possess, we'll make it legal to gift. Or we'll even make um, a certain amount of dispensaries throughout the state of Victoria legal. Or, and then towns and villages and cities and suburbs can opt in or opt out of, of having dispensaries. We can, do, we can go that direction. You know, um, again, we, we as individual states can sort of do our own thing if we want. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they have a shot at doing this and they should do this. I mean, if the Labour Party has some sort of power in, in Victoria, like it, my cursory look, um, glance through of, um, of, uh, sort of what's going on in Victoria with, with Wikipedia and stuff. Again, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a yank. I'm just, lear- I'm just learning this and coming, coming to develop my knowledge on this. So I'm, I may miss some things. So excuse me. But yeah, it seems like the Australian, like the premier, Daniel 
Michael Anders, he's he's Australian Labour Party. So the Labour Party, the more left wing party, has the power. They could they could in theory just go and do this as a as a state. You know, um it, it it's I mean it's gonna make money, it's gonna save, you know, Australian police money or Australian um or Victoria or Victoria's police department is going to spend less money on these cannabis busts and busting growers, busting, uh, possession. They're going to spend less money on that. They can focus on real crimes. They can focus on, you know, murders, rapists, thieves, that sort of stuff. They can focus on the real things that affect people instead of putting people in jail for a plant. This is win-win. They can just go ahead and do this. You know, but again, change is going to have to come from, from, from the grassroots. Like this whole podcast is about, like I tell you, it's for average Janes, it's for average shows. We're going to have to work to make our government better. We're going to have to work to put the right people in government that we feel that we trust, that we feel are going to act in our interest and that they act on our agenda, on our agenda that we set forth. And it's not the other way around. They work for us. We pay, we pay their salaries. So they have to do our bidding. And if they don't do what the majority of the people want them to do, not, not just, uh, not just a majority, but a, a over, but a large, a, a large majority. If, if over 60% of the population says we want something and you as a politician are like, Oh, I'm paid off by, by big pharma or, you know, I, I only did it and I only did this stuff in college and then I failed one of my classes and I, I think weed is bad because I can't handle it or I didn't develop my, my, my a sense of responsible use about it. I think it's bad or I, I only, I only did it during Grateful Dead concerts in the 1970s and 80s and then I, I stopped and then I had a family and kids and I had to pee in a cup for, for this sort of career or whatever. And, you know, I, I, I stopped doing this stuff. And I, 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 and because of that, and because of the fact that I only drink now, I've only drank for decades and I haven't, I don't know what it's like. I just think it's a, it's a drug for, for, for college students and for people that just want to listen to music all day and play video games. You know, like you have these politicians that, that, that think that and they have to be dragged into the right position. And if they can't be dragged to the right position, they have to be voted out. All over the world, we have this problem in, in states where it's, where, where we have legalized it through citizen initiative or even through lawmakers like, like, um, Vermont or in, in, in Illinois, there's still a lot of lawmakers that hate it. There's still a lot of lawmakers that hold the users in contempt. You know, we have to change the government, make it. We need a youth movement. We need a government that is responsive to what almost 70 percent of the American people want. Or, I mean, we have to I mean, I, we have to titrate and, and adjust for individual states and countries, obviously, like we're, you know, we're talking about with with with, with Victoria in, in Australia. But. We're in this sort of struggle together, you know. I mean, I know it sounds cliche, but it's true, you know. If you compare the, 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 the Canada, all the provinces, you, you add in the 11 or so U.S. states plus DC and then Guam and I think Northern Mariana Islands. 
you add in all those all those places and you know uruguay and you know south africa and i believe luxembourg you add all those places together and like that's not a lot of places when you compare all the other countries in the world you know we're we're, we're like the store like the article we just read they're, they're going to look at what u.s like government officials in australia can look at what u.s states are doing and and scale for that i mean let's let's look for the look at the population for um let's let's see so okay area population um so six so that's that's about what my state has so about 6.6 million almost seven almost seven million people so that's like massachusetts you know like okay so washington state let me look at how many like okay so according to 502 data with Washington State, they have 543 retailers, and they have a population of about 7.6 million. So it's a bit more than than Victoria's population, but you need hundreds of dispensaries. Is is the point I'm trying to make? Like, if if these if these lawmakers account for that, and you know they scale just like that. This is a very approachable problem. We're, we're a small motley crew of states and countries that have it legal compared to the states and countries in this world that don't have it legal. So there's a lot we can learn from each other is the main takeaway I, I want you guys to get. But, um, I, I've been rambling for long enough. So I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to end here and, um, peace out, ciao and stay medicated, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. 
nine. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And if you're in Northeast New England and you're in Eastern Massachusetts, especially, or, or um, Southern New Hampshire or Southern Maine, then you can get some great and inexpensive CBD flower delivered directly to your door very quickly. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.